And all I have to say is I can't believe it's November. Uh, you know, with everything going on this year, everything that we've been through personally, professionally, in the world, country, everything going on, uh, it's kind of hard to believe that it actually already is November uh, because it feels like 2020 has been uh, six years wrapped up into one. Uh, you know, just for reference, I mean, I was even talking to my buddy Robbie a couple of days ago about our Mardi Gras trip that we had back in February. And I was like, dude, it feels like that was basically when we were in college, knowing we've been out of college for a couple of years. And I was like, shit, dude, that was like 10 months ago. Like, that's wild. Uh, so just want to get that first and foremost out of the way. Also, uh, second thing with that is uh, the Huskers have, were supposed to play two games. They only played one uh, because Wisconsin scared. Uh, that's my opinion. Can't change it. Uh, so, uh, right after I recorded the last podcast, um, Nebraska, or Nebraska, Wisconsin starting quarterback and a couple members in their quarterback room tested positive for the coronavirus um, on that Sunday, which would have been October 25th. And so, per Big Ten rules, can't play for 21 days. So I'm like, all right, cool. They're not going to play. Wisconsin's a good team. Maybe Nebraska can actually win and put together some kind of decent football game. Uh, no, a couple days, a couple more days went by. They had a couple more tests get positive, um, and they canceled the game on Wednesday, uh, Wednesday of that week. So that was the weekend before Halloween. We were supposed to play on Halloween, which was the Saturday. So I was pissed. A lot of people were pissed because, you know, the per big 10 rules, they didn't have to cancel at that point. They chose to cancel, which is why people were frustrated because also Nebraska, obviously, you know, it's just a no contest. We don't get a win or anything out of that. It's not a forfeiture. Um, it was especially frustrating because we had seen other Big Ten teams, specifically Minnesota, the first weekend played without, I believe it was between 10 and 15 players slash coaches because of the COVID protocols. And I was like, Wisconsin, do you get like five, six tests? And they just canceled the game. Now, obviously, a couple, a week and a half has gone by. They did have a problem. They actually, they didn't play this weekend either. So they missed two games in a row. So, you know, it's one of those things where like, hey, you know, they were probably smart not to play. But in the moment, I was pissed. Then that that pissed uh, was thrown. <laughs> there was more gas thrown on it because Nebraska tried to schedule a non-conference game with Tennessee Chattanooga, and the Big Ten didn't allow us to play. Um, uh, Ten Tennessee Chattanooga had tested everyone. They were getting ready to fly to Lincoln. All the contracts were done. Everything was taken care of. Um, and the Big Ten did not sign off on it, uh, which frustrated us, which frustrated Nebraska, because, again, we run into, as you've heard in my previous podcast, talking about the Big Ten. Again, Nebraska is taking slander from national media, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, for simply trying to play football from a sense of that there are other people on SportsCenter telling us that we should that the Big Ten should find some way to kick us out of the Big Ten. Uh, which is clearly preposterous. It doesn't make any sense. All we're trying to do is play a game of football safely. It, you know, it would be one thing, obviously, with everything going on, if they hadn't been testing or everything, but they had tested all of their players three days in a row, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Thursday, it was pulled out from under us again. Uh, so that was frustrating to go through. But we did play a football game yesterday. Um, not much to talk about uh, because we did lose. Uh, we played at Northwestern. Uh, so we did lose. We did not play well. Uh, I would say we played a little bit better, especially defensively, kind of played a little bit better. Had two interceptions, which were key by the same player. One was returned to the, I think it was like the three or four yard line. And that was that was the only touchdown that we generated of the day, which is kind of sad, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, so not a ton of headlines other than late in the game, we had a quarterback change from Adrian Martinez, who started over the past couple of years, to Luke McCaffrey, who is a redshirt freshman. 
Uh, obviously, this year doesn't really count, but this is his second year in the program. So that was kind of a big thing that he was leading. We were only we only lost by a score. We lost uh, we lost by a, a touchdown. I forget. I can't remember the exact score. I apologize. I didn't write it down here in my notes. But we were driving down, having a chance to win, uh, and we couldn't get it done. So that was a little frustrating. Um, now, obviously, the talk is now we have a quarterback controversy. We play Penn State this weekend, but Penn State is unraveling as we speak. Uh, they're 0-3, and we're 0-2. So what was, before the season looked at, one of our tougher opponents uh, coming into Lincoln is now turned into the Suck Bowl. So we'll see who limps their way out of that next week. In other sports news, the Los Angeles Dodgers have finally won a World Series. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. It hasn't happened in a long time, uh, but they've been very good over the past couple of years. Got robbed by the Astros once, got robbed by the Red Sox once. Both those teams were caught with cheating scandals, uh, and so they finally won. They beat the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, the Rays were kind of the shock team of the of the playoffs this year. They had a good season um, and a great playoff run to the playoffs, just didn't quite have the pitching uh, Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers ace, actually pitched two fantastic games to to victory in the World Series, which is something he hadn't done in a while. The Cardinals had killed him repeatedly in the playoffs, so it was nice to, to finally see him win. Uh, continuing on the sports trend, I actually started playing a little bit more golf uh, because the weather has been so nice here, which is a rarity. So on Halloween, I uh, played a round of 18 with Bill and Daniel, Hannah's dad and brother. Uh, actually beat both of them, which doesn't happen very often because they're both super competitive people. And they're also the type of people that are good at everything, which is super fucking annoying. Um, but I did, I was able to beat them, which was good. I hadn't played in a while, so I was kind of nervous, but I actually shot pretty well. I uh, shot a 94 at Whitmore, uh, which was better than what I had shot there over the summer when I played with my dad. So that was nice improvement. And then we actually just played today um, on Sunday, and that did not turn out as well for me. Bill had a seven-shot improvement. Um, and I actually shot one shot worse. Uh, I shot a 95, so I'm still comfortable with my round. He shot a 90, which is, you know, very good for an amateur golfer. So I'm not, obviously he's rubbing it in my face saying that the world is, is back to normal as he should. Cause he does beat me in most things, but, uh, you know, obviously always fun to get out there. Love playing golf, love hanging out with those guys. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of enjoyment there, uh, as far as, update on the house i know that i said on the last episode that we got the framing done so let, this week has just been insulation and drywall uh hoping to get the rest of the drywall done in the next week or so but obviously all the insulation is done so just kind of keep moving forward we're on track to be done by christmas which is good so that'll be fun uh had halloween uh, as i mentioned so we played golf on halloween and, and hannah was coming over to her dad's house to hang out for dinner so i kind of didn't really have any plans didn't know what i was doing kind of up and down and so I ended up just kind of, we played golf at like 11, you know, played around. So it's like three o'clock. I ended up just kind of hanging out, staying. Uh, and then I went home later that night. Uh, you know, so we you know, handed out candy, sat by a campfire, listened to music, drank a little drink. Uh, and obviously I drank responsibly because I did drive home. I only had a few beers. And then I went home, ended up playing actually Apex uh, with Robbie and Peyton, which was fun. That's kind of that's a newer video game or plan. You'll you'll be able to see some videos of that on my YouTube page as well. That uh, I've been kind of streaming, screen recording those lately, so that'll be kind of cool to check out there to kind of see what we were up to. Uh, but also, as I mentioned previously, uh, we did pass an election day, uh, so I voted in my second election. This was the first one that I voted in person, as I had to vote absentee when I was in college. Uh, so I voted in person, uh, everybody's voting this year, which is good. Cause that's one thing that definitely frustrates me and most Americans that care about our political state. Uh, so I waited about an hour and a half in the morning to vote. 
So got that done. Uh, voting was madness because of everything coming in. They, you know, usually they make a call on election day, but with the mail-in voting and with coronavirus and everything still kind of being prevalent, we didn't know who was going to be the president until yesterday. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, the Republican Party leader, and it was it was Donald Trump versus Joe Biden um, in twenty twenty. Very big. Uh, presidential election here. So obviously President Trump uh, is the incumbent. Um, Joe Biden was Barack Obama's vice president for eight years. So a lot of White House experience between the two of them, obviously one currently and one previous. So coming out of the gate on election day, Donald Trump did have a big lead. Um, I say big relatively uh, because a lot of his supporters, um, I will say is probably the best way to say that, were a lot of people that voted in person, and that's that's a lot of the ballots that were counted first. So it seemed like he had a big lead, especially in some swing states. But then kind of as time went on through the next day into the morning when they started counting more mail-in ballots, which the majority of which were for Joe Biden, he kind of took over in some of those states. And then yesterday on November 7th, they call, uh, the Associated Press called the election for uh, – Joe Biden. Now, President Trump has not conceded, so it would be interesting to see how that works out over the next couple weeks. I think there are some states that are close enough for recounts. Um, I don't think it's close enough that he has a shot, um, essentially, but he has not conceded and he has stated that he will not concede. So that'll be something interesting to watch, obviously, over the next couple of weeks. Um, obviously, because Trump is, you know, doesn't just happen immediately. He's not inaugurated until January, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, so definitely keep you guys updated on that. And then, actually, yesterday for the Husker game, I traveled up to Kirksville with Hannah's dad, Bill, and obviously Hannah, uh, to go visit her sister um, and her sister's boyfriend just kind of hanging out. We went up, made some food, and watched the game, just kind of hung out, and then drove back. So, obviously, uh, a little bit of driving involved, about six hours in the car, which wasn't terrible, but obviously it's not the most enjoyable Saturday. Uh, but it was cool to hang out. Yeah, it was fun to hang out with Rachel and her boyfriend, Nathan, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but, yeah, so actually kind of a pretty eventful last couple weeks. Um, that's things. <laughs> kind of starting to pick up as far as noteworthy things. Uh, now, obviously, the only sports going on is the NFL and college football. Um, they're still working on when the NBA and NHL seasons are going to start for the next year due to still the coronavirus. Uh, but I will definitely make sure that I keep you guys updated on what is happening. Uh, I guess I did leave out one thing. One of the uh, It started last week. I actually started uh, going back to the gym. Um, I'd been kind of struggling as far as what I wanted to do since I had been doing a lot of cardio, but you know, as anybody that lives here knows, once it hits October, it gets a little cold outside. So it's kind of hard to do things um, like be outside for long periods of time. Like I would run. So I started going back to the gym, kind of got a new lifting program. It's a little more cardio based. So we're going to uh, see how that works. Um, obviously I'll keep you guys updated on there as well. Weight and, and body are definitely feeling good, but looking to still drop a few pounds, uh, lean out a little bit going into next summer. Uh, I've got to work on that six pack <laughs> to see what happens. Uh, but I say that because that's where actually my song of the week came from. I started listening to some of my old workout playlist and a song that I liked that I hadn't listened to in a long time kind of came up and uh, just wanted to toss it on here as I've been listening to it a lot every day at the gym. So this week's song of the week presented by Apple Music is a little explicitive, so I obviously want to make sure I mention that because it is a Drake song, uh, but this is 0 to 100 uh, by Drake. Enjoy. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go 0 to 100, nigga, real quick. They be on that rap to pay the bill shit. And I don't feel that shit, not even a little bit. Oh, Lord, know yourself, know your worth, nigga. My actions being louder than my words, nigga. How you so? I've been still sold down to earth, nigga. Niggas want to do it, we can do it on the turf, nigga. 
rookie and a vet. Shout out to the bitches out here holding down the set. All up in my phone looking at pictures from the other night. She gon' be upset if she keeps scrolling to the left, dog. She gon' see some shit that she don't wanna see. She ain't ready for it. If I ain't the greatest, then I'm headed for it. Yeah, that mean I'm way up. Yeah, the six ain't friendly, but that's where I lay up. The shit a motherfucking lay up. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. 360 with the wrist, boy. Hey, who the fuck the niggas is, boy? OVO, man, we really with the shits, boy. Yeah, really with the shits. I should probably sign a hit, boy, cause I got all the hits, boy. <laughs> fuck all that Drake, you gotta chill shit. I be on my little mouse drill shit. Fuck all that rap to pay your bill shit. Yeah, I'm on some rappers, pay my bill shit. All up on TV, I thought it made me richer. Wasn't paying me enough, I needed something quicker. So now I'm all in Nico basement, putting working on the phones. Either that or try the money more to make the pickups. Man, it's 2008, I'm trying to paint the picture. Comeback season in the works, and now I'm thinking bigger. I got 40 in the studio, every night, late night. Gotta watch that shit, don't wanna make them sicker. That's my nigga, oh lord. Got a whole lot to show for it. I mean, we could really get it, we could go for it. I'm just here for the bucks and the billies, nigga. Don't make me kill one of the ghosts for it. Huh. I run this shit, they like, go for us. Run for us, run for us, go for us. Yeah, I mean, y'all already wrote for us. Damn, nigga, what's one more quote for us? Oh, Lord, who else sounded like this? They ain't made me what I am, they just found me like this. I was ready. Fuck that, I been ready since my dad used to tell me he was coming to the house to get me. He ain't show up. Valuable lesson, man, I had to grow up. That's why I never ask for help. I do it for you niggas and do it for myself. I Thank you for listening to this episode of the Christian Demand Journal Podcast. Always remember, never out of the fight and iron sharpens iron. Have a good one.